What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Margot, and I had a pretty terrible childhood. Mom and Dad didn't really care where I was spending my time or even what I was doing. They fed and clothed me pretty terribly, and my classmates constantly bullied me. It was no shock that I grew up to be a reserved teenager. The only thing that made me happy was singing. I tried to convince my parents to get me a vocal coach, but they just said, We don't have the money for that kind of nonsense. But they always had enough for all sorts of parties. Of course, I was really hurt. I wasn't going to give up on my hobby. I always sang at home, which infuriated my parents. Usually, they just turned on the TV really loudly to try and drown out my voice. But one day, they went too far. I'd been in a great mood that night. After all, I was supposed to compete in a music contest on stage for the first time that next day. I had been practicing a Rihanna song in my room when my dad burst in looking really annoyed. When will you finally shut up? We have guests. They're all annoyed by those awful wails. I promised I would sing quieter, but my parents still weren't satisfied with that. And in the end, my mom grabbed me and threw me outside. Just sing your stupid songs here. When you get cold, knock. We'll let you back in. I ended up standing outside my pajamas. It was snowing and an icy wind was blowing, so in just a few minutes, my teeth were chattering. But I wasn't going to give up, so I sang for almost an hour until I finally lost my voice. And then I knocked on the door. My hand was shaking so bad from the cold, and for some reason, no one opened. I started banging on the door with all of my strength, and when that didn't help either... I jumped up and tried to look in the window. My parents were asleep on the couch, and their guests had passed out right at the table. Everyone had just forgotten I was there. I couldn't feel my legs anymore, and I turned blue all over from the cold. So, out of desperation, I dug out a big stone from the snow, and I started to swing it to break the window and climb inside. But all of a sudden, a neighbor called me over to the fence. Margot, what are you doing? I ended up telling her the whole truth, and that kind woman let me stay the night. She even gave me hot tea and wrapped me up in warm blankets and put me to bed. When you wake up, I'll take you to your parents. I fell asleep, feeling happy. However, in the morning, I saw a man instead of my parents. He brought me to an orphanage, and I was so scared I couldn't focus on what was going on around me. I don't know how much time I spent there before I was finally sent to a foster family living in another state. The Bakers turned out to be good people. Mrs. Baker was a vocal coach, and seeing my talent... She helped me train my voice and even taught me how to play the piano. I immediately liked her son Jacob, and at first, we were just friends. But by the time we'd grown up, we'd become a couple. And long story short, my life was really great. But I did really miss my parents, no matter how badly they had treated me. 
I was sure that this whole time they had probably been looking for me, and they probably really regretted what they'd done. So as soon as I came of age, Jacob and I packed our clothes, came to my hometown, and rented an apartment. Jacob got a job, and I decided to do what I'd come back for at once. I went to my parents' house. My heart was pounding when I saw the familiar front yard. Almost nothing had changed despite the years that had passed. However, I wondered, who was that girl? As I got closer, I saw that she looked a lot like me. My parents had probably given up on finding me and had just had another child. And that's when I met my sister. Rita turned out to be a very friendly girl. She told me that she loved to dance, but her mean parents wouldn't let her practice and constantly turned off her music. I was upset. What had happened to me hadn't taught them anything. I was listening to Rita and trying not to cry when I heard a familiar voice behind me. Rita, how many times have I told you not to talk to strangers? With a smile, I turned around and I spread my arms open to hug my mom. But she just frowned. Oh, it's you. Well, come in if you want. That was not how I'd imagined our meeting would go. I followed my mom into the house, but she folded her hands in front of her and without even offering me anything to drink, asked, Look, why are you here? Do you need money? Here, take it. Mom took a thin wad of money out of the closet and threw it at me. Just don't come here again, please. The child services won't leave us alone because of you. They're constantly coming to see how Rita is. And please, don't tell her that you're her sister. There's really no need to upset her. I threw the money on the table and stormed out of the house. I could barely hold back my tears and everything around me was blurry. But somehow, I managed to get back home. But I still burst into tears. I was hysterical, breaking all the dishes and collapsing onto the bed with no strength left in my body. Jacob only barely managed to calm me down. And from that day on, life lost its colors for me. I stopped smiling, stopped taking care of myself, stopped cleaning the house. The apartment just didn't feel like home anymore. At first, Jacob tried to support me through my depression, but then he got tired of my sour face. He started to stay late at work more and more often. And one day, I found out why. That day, I was shopping at the supermarket and I saw Jacob. He was holding some girl's hand and choosing drinks. I didn't make a scene. I had no tears or emotions left for that. I just went home, sat down at the piano and started singing. The notes and the words came to me all by themselves. And that's how I composed my very first song. It turned out sad, but so beautiful. I closed the piano lid, packed my things, and I put the engagement ring on the dining room table. But then I bumped into Jacob at the door. He understood immediately what was going on without me even having to say anything. I'm sorry, Margo. Please stay here. I know you have nowhere to go and the apartment is paid for until the end of the month. Jacob left by himself and I was all alone. I had to find a job to keep living somehow. So I opened my laptop and started looking through the vacancies. But then someone rang the doorbell. Did you forget something? But it wasn't Jacob standing there. Miss Evans, I finally found you. My guest introduced himself as Peter White, an employee of a law firm. He handed me his business card and a folder. Inside were some documents and a key to a safe deposit box. I'm sorry, there's probably some kind of mistake here. Not at all. You probably don't remember your grandfather. You were very young at the time. Mr. Evans was very rich, but also terminally ill. He saw the kind of lifestyle your parents led and made you, his granddaughter, the sole heiress to his fortune. You can only get it now that you're an adult. This all seemed like some kind of joke to me. I spent the evening trying to digest this news, and in the morning, I went to the bank to check everything. I was led to my safety deposit box. I took the key, 
opened it, and I shouted for joy. There was a ton of money inside. In just one day, I'd gone from struggling as a beggar, abandoned by everyone, to being a rich woman. And that, of course, called for a celebration. I had lunch at the most expensive restaurant in the city, shopped in luxurious boutiques, and visited an amazing spa. At night, I went to an elite nightclub. I only made my way back home in the morning, tired but blissfully happy. I was about to go to bed when I got a message. I almost dropped my phone in surprise. It was Rita. She had suggested that we meet. I sent a taxi for my sister, and in a couple of hours, I met her at my house. She hugged me and said through her tears, I heard your talk with mom, and I know that you're my sister. I have no one else to talk to. Living with them is awful. They pretend to be caring parents, but that's only when child services come to visit. They don't actually care about me. I understood Rita like no one else, and I promised that I would make sure things were better for her. And we chatted for several hours. Rita turned out to be such a kind and cheerful girl. I decided I would share a secret with her, and I sang the song that I'd composed after Jacob's betrayal. Rita filmed my performance on video, and when I finished, she suggested that we post it on TikTok. That was so cool, sis! You could totally become popular! But I was pretty afraid of getting hate comments. I had had enough negativity in my life already, so Rita couldn't manage to convince me. In the evening, I walked her home, and I went to bed. And in the morning, I woke up to the sound of countless notifications. Rita had sent me a ton of joyful emoticons and stickers, and when I opened the link she'd sent me, I jumped straight out of my bed. That little trickster had posted my song after all, and it got two million views? From that day on, a new life began for me. I started writing songs, filming TikToks, and getting thousands of likes. My audience grew at a furious pace. I invested my grandfather's money into improving my skills, recording songs in professional studios, filming awesome music videos, and taking even more vocal lessons. And only a year later, I had become a real star. I collabed with famous musicians and appeared on the most popular shows. Even top bloggers reposted my performances. As you've probably guessed, I became ridiculously rich. The first thing I did was send part of it to my foster family for all the good they had done for me. And Peter and I started dating again, and even got married after a while. We bought a luxurious mansion in Beverly Hills. Rita started visiting us every weekend, and I was happy. But then something ruined my mood. That day, I returned from a tour, and I saw my parents near my house. Margot, dear, forgive us. We've realized how wrong we were to you. Mom started crying and reaching out to me, looking pitiful. But a cheap trick like that wouldn't work on me. I knew perfectly well they only wanted money from me. So I asked my security guards to show the uninvited guests out. However, getting rid of them wasn't that easy. My parents started following me and appearing everywhere I went. At home, at concerts, near my studio. I just had to start pretending I couldn't see them. But one day, I got a strange call from child services. Miss Evans, your parents were in a car accident. Come take Rita or she'll be sent to an orphanage. I'd never been so scared. I arranged for Rita to be brought to me immediately. And a couple of hours later, I was already hugging her. Yes, my sister was safe, but I still felt so uneasy. I felt bad for my parents, even after everything they had done. And I wanted to give them a third chance. So I used my connections to find out which hospital they were at, and I rushed over there. When I walked into their ward, I screamed and I dropped my oranges. Mom and Dad were sitting in wheelchairs, all bandaged up. 
tears ran down my face. I knelt down and I hugged my parents, even though we had never been close before. I decided I would do everything so that mom and dad could get back on their feet as soon as possible. I paid the doctor and my parents were transferred into the best ward. They started to give my parents the most expensive medicines. My parents' phones had also broken in the accident, so I gave them brand new iPhones so they would always be in touch with me. And most importantly, I bought them a house in Beverly Hills next door to ours, so I could always take care of them with no issues. After they were discharged, my parents moved, and we began spending time together, just like a normal family would. At Christmas, I decided I would surprise them. I put vouchers for a trip to the Maldives for wheelchair users in a sock, and I snuck into their house to hang up the gift on the Christmas tree. But then I suddenly heard someone open the door. I hung up the sock and I hid in the closet to see my parents' reaction. However, something terrible happened. Mom and Dad suddenly jumped out of their wheelchairs, took off their bandages, and opened a cocktail bottle. Dad raised his glass and said in a solemn voice, To our doctor, Mr. Scott, who confirmed our beautiful story to that absolute fool. My world collapsed again, but... I wasn't going to cry. I refused to feel sorry for myself anymore. I jumped out of the closet and I told my parents everything I really thought about them just then. And after I kicked them out of the house, they took Rita away from me. Not because they loved her, but just because they wanted to spite me. My sister was crying and begging me not to leave her. But the law was on the side of our parents. Ever since that day, Peter and I had only been thinking about how to get Rita back. But even with my connections and his legal talent, nothing worked out. We were getting really desperate when I suddenly got another call from Child Services. Miss Evans, your parents were in a car accident again and are badly injured. They're in hospital right now. Please come and take your sister. I was all too happy to bring Rita home. Of course, I didn't believe a word they said about my parents. They were so lazy, they hadn't even come up with a new scheme to get money. It just... It made me so mad. I decided maybe I would finally punish them for their blatant lies. I took the police with me to the hospital to expose those liars and I burst into the ward. But I didn't see what I'd been expecting to see. Mom was lying on the bed, crippled and helpless. All she could do was blink. I wasn't even sure she actually recognized me. In a trembling voice, I asked the doctor where dad was. But he just lowered his eyes to the floor and put his hand on my shoulder. My condolences, miss. Your father died in intensive care. I'm faced with a choice once again. Should I take care of my mom after everything she's done? Or maybe I should try to forget about her and live my own life with Rita. What do you think I should do? With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.